Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. You should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to JolieCare at gmail.com. My guest today is John Genuzzi. Hey, John. Hello, everyone. It's it's good to see you again, John. Yes, yes. I, I feel just... like I feel like I'm having deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> you a little bit are. So, you guys, we had um, we had a, a clean cast disaster, a clean cast disaster. <laughs> I was like, as it was coming out, I was like, am I going to be able to do this? Am I going to be able to nail that one? Um, so you guys, John is a hero because he is back here on a Saturday morning to re-record episode 102 with me because we recorded on Thursday and the files disappeared. Disappeared. That's true. Last we have no day, idea what happened. Last day of Capricorn season is yes, what happened. That's what, we, that's what we have decided. We are now in Aquarius season, Woo! which we were just discussing mm-hmm. um, is... Amazing. It's, it's a fantastic. great season. We woke up on different sides of the bed. Mm-hmm. It's all new leaves being turned over. <laughs> the weather's beautiful. Uh-huh. All my enemies have mysteriously been vanquished. Yes. Overnight. Um, I actually quite literally woke up on the other side of the bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Would you care to explain that a yes, little? I, yes, I will. So you guys, so we the weirdest thing about losing the files for episode 102 is that we did not lose the bonus episode that we recorded on no. Thursday. The bonus Jonas uh, remains. So in the, in the bonus episode that you're going to hear, it's basically like t- time has gone backwards. Um, you're going to hear me say I'm going on a date tomorrow, which... Which I, was which I went on yesterday, yesterday. Yeah. and so today I, um, yeah, I literally was like, "Why do they always take my side of the bed?" Mm. <laughs> yeah, I actually, yes, so I yes. quite literally woke up on the I other was very, side. I of the remember. Bed. I, I've been very resolute about what side of the bed mine is, and I've completely. I am now. I've I've been banished to the other side. Not that it's bad. I just like that side better because it's easier access to the bathroom. But yeah. But also, it was like, it's clearly my side. It's got all yeah. my stuff. It's also, you know, it's like, whatever. <laughs> Aquarius season Anyway, so you guys, um, I, I tell you all that to tell you that this episode um, may be a little bit funny for us because <laughs> it's we've, we've already done this. But also, it's Saturday morning. Um, I obviously, I'm like a giggling wreck right now because <laughs> I had a really, really great date last night. Um, I did not get a lot of sleep. Um, and I mm. might <laughs> I might still be drunk. <laughs> I'm not really sure. Uh, I, I do have to admit, I had... So I I went out last night too and I have not had... I woke up, it was like... A, it wasn't like a hammer hang, hammer to the head hangover. It was like a fucking sledgehammer. No. And like, it was so pounding. And I think... I can't remember it was on the bonus episode where we talked about the craft, the yes, movie. We, yeah. I think, wait, did, was it the bonus or was it? I don't know. But I so, can't remember. Long story short, um, I was watching the craft previously <laughs> and I passed out. So I got it like halfway through. And we all know the craft is, um, you girls look out for those weirdos. We are the weirdos. Mr. Mm-hmm. Um, teen Coven of Witches. Uh, it's pretty, it, it's a ridiculous movie, but it's also it's amazing. fantastic. Um, so, my people, a movie about my people. So we, I came home last night and we picked it up again and I watched, I was told I watched maybe like four minutes of it before I passed out in a like tequila snooze. Oh, um, oh the tequila will get you every went, time. Well, I had, I just, they, I don't know what it was about last night, but I just had, I was like ravenous for it. And then we had like, like one glass of wine with dinner after that. And we came home and it was just. It was all over. It was all over. Well, you know, it's not all over. You know, it's just the beginning. 
is episode 102. So you guys, we got we to dive into this episode. I mean, yeah. I'm sure everybody is like thrilled to hear about our hangovers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. It's I'm, nice to meet you all. <laughs> thrilled to talk about it. Um, let me tell you guys who John is. Uh, John is the editorial director at Bonobos. He's, al- he's also my pal. Yes, um, good pals. Pri- prior to that, he worked at GQ and Kate Spade and also Twitter. Um, and he also is a fellow gym rat. So um, we over in the in the bonus episode that we've that we've already recorded, we we talked we did a we did a bunch of gym ranting. Mm-hmm. Um, we we eulogized the all in the hairpin. That was that was great. I loved that. Yeah, that was um, really special. And today in this episode, we are going to be talking all about winter shoe care because tis the season, even though it's a beautiful day today. I know. Um, yeah. It'll, it'll come back. Before we get into it, I want to remind you that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash askaclean to help support my show. Speaking of patrons, I have a bunch of new patrons. Thank you guys. But I am going to start doing all of the patron thanks um, at the first episode of a new month. So I'll do that the first episode of February. My episodes are getting a little long and I want to tighten things up. Um, obviously, we, we've totally blown that because we just yeah. bantered for yep. so long. Um, but as I said, this is kind of going to be a weird, a little bit of a weird feeling of this episode because we're, we're both yeah. a little weird feeling just, right now. I, we just, I feel really comfortable with yeah. all you guys. So. <laughs> I mean, like, who uh, knows what you'll learn about me today. I know. <laughs> I'm sad that we lost the, the whole bit we did about your, your car in high school and how guys oh, are yeah. so much hotter in Jeeps. Yeah. yeah. I had a Jeep in high school that was it was basically, I mean, it was amazing. Yeah. Those were, they weren't the Gloria days, but, you know. They I, were pretty close. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Let's, do, uh, let's do this first question from uh, Sharon. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sharon writes, my question, one that stumps me every year, is how to get the salt stains out of my leather boots. I often spray them with a snow, rain, and salt repellent spray, which sometimes sort of works, but never very well on salt. Uh, And you know, even if you wear your heavy-duty snow boots out for the most part during snowstorms, there's always the day the weather catches you by surprise and you get caught in your favorite boots. Literally always. And it's always the suede ones. Yes. Every time. Every time. Uh, You know, tramping through the snow and picking picking your way through gigantic, cold, awful puddles. Uh, (laughs) The relief of getting back indoors is usually dashed the next day when I look at my boots and they have that gross white salt line going all the way around them. Is there a way to get rid of it without further discoloring the leather? And is there a great spray and leather treatment you would recommend as a preventative measure? Indeed, indeed, and indeed. I've got help for all of this stuff. Yes. Um, Okay, before I tell you how to get rid of the salt stains and before I recommend a protectant for you, I want to give you just like a brief primer on protectants and what you can expect from them. Um, first of all, I definitely want you guys to use them, but I also want to say this. I live here in the real world with you Mm. and I know that most of us are getting our new shoes, our leathers, our suede, our, you know, whatever they are, our canvas sneaks, all that. We're getting them home and we are not immediately applying our protectant before the first time we wear them. I just know because I live in the real world and also because I do that. The one, I think the one time I was like legit good about it was when I bought my most recent pair of Uggs. Yeah. um, Which are like also like ridiculata jolly Uggs. They're, they're like the Navy ones. They've got the satin ribbons on the back. Like, they're peak Jolie Uggs. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) They've got, but I also think that I also think is interesting too, because it comes from like, Seeing what happens to a pair of Uggs over their lifespan Oof. and then seeing what they look like when you buy them. And they're just like, you know, untouched, like virgin Uggs. <laughs> and it's, it's like you want to take care of them. So, like, I get I get that like that instance. Like, but, you know, we're talking about something like a leather boot or something like that. As soon as that thing comes, I like rip open the box. And if they fit, they're on and I don't take them off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because you got to you got to wear them. You got to get a floss. Oh man, I had super. I had <laughs> John's incredible... flossy, you guys. You can't, you can't see him, so yeah, you don't I notice. Am, I, I but John mean, is very flossy. I'm extremely reckless when it comes to spending, and <laughs> I blame that on most of my career. But um, yeah, I've been actually in the well occupational hazard. Yeah, and I've been in the market for a new pair of black boots for a very long time, and just none of them out there that fit me. I had one pair that was so good, and they didn't make them in half sizes because the world is stupid. The world really needs half sizes yeah. is the thing. And I got them. I did. I followed. The, they were like, if I was they were like, you know, like I'm a nine and a half. So like you should get a 10. That's what it said. They came. They were so good. And they were, they were like, just like 
really fancy fucking combat boots and I love them, but they didn't fit. And Ugh. now I just walk around. You couldn't in get the you couldn't get the insert thing that makes them smaller. I have to do that because yeah. I have I have like in between feet. Yeah, maybe. I have tiny feet. Maybe I could have done yeah. that, but they've been returned, so oh, too late. Anyway, we need right. we need to help Sharon out. We do need to help Sharon out. Okay, so here's the deal with the protectant. I really want you guys to use it. Um, what protectant will do is it will create a barrier between the elements that land on your shoe and the leather or suede itself. What it will not do is it will not prevent the salt from happening in the first place. The reason that you want to use the protectant is because when the salt does happen, it's going to layer on top of the protectant, not on top of the leather directly, which is going to mean two things that are very, very good for your, for your leather and also for your suede. One, it's going to mean that when you go to take the salt off, which I'm going to tell you to do in, how to do in a second, it's going to come off much, much more easily. The other thing is that salt is very drying to leather, and you don't want to dry out your leather because what will happen over time as it dries out is leather will crack. You know, it's a hide. It's like our skin. Like if you don't moisturize your skin, it's going to get dry, and eventually it's going to crack. Leather is exactly the same because it's just it's just someone some other creature's skin, basically, um, which is a weird and creepy way to think of it but it's true um so if if it does crack that that then goes into a place that's beyond what i can help you with because it's not cleaning it's damage and repair and oftentimes it's irreversible Mm -hmm. um so i want you guys to be pretty diligent about removing salt stains when they happen it's super super easy to do it here's what you need to know you are going to use surprise surprise White vinegar. Uh, ah. yeah. Oh, white vinegar. Um, what you're going to do is you're going to dilute white vinegar with uh, equal parts water. You don't need a ton of it, like maybe like two or three tablespoons of white vinegar and two or three tablespoons of water. You don't need a lot for the separation. Put it in a little bowl. You want a soft cloth, like an old T-shirt would be great, an old sock. Jo- John is like super partial. He's like devoted to the old white T-shirt. Yes. Um, I, used- I, don't even think, I don't think I got to tell you that whole story either, the old, why old T-shirts. You just said it was an Italian thing. Well, it's an Italian thing, but it's also like, it's like a thing that goes back to the past too. Okay. Like my childhood. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's see if we have, if we have time for it, I'll have yeah, you tell. Yeah. Um, so old, old t-shirt is great. Like a, you know, a chamois cloth is fine. I actually, I've taken to using, I have some gym socks that are too thick and I don't mm-hmm. like them. So I, I've repurposed them as my like le- leather care socks and i love it because i i it's, they're like ankle socks and i put them on like a mitten and i can smear on whatever product i'm using whether it's polish whether it's vinegar whether it's leather conditioner and then i can turn it around my hand and have the dry side and just buff all that out so mm. like i loved that um so yeah all you're going to do is you're going to dip your soft cloth into the vinegar solution that you've made you're going to apply it to the leather in a circular motion and it's going to take the salt right off especially if you've used the protectant so easy, easy. But there's one other thing that you really, really, really have to do. It's super, super important. So as I said, the salt is drying to leather, but also the vinegar is drying to leather. So once you've gotten the salt off using vinegar, you have to go in and put some leather conditioner on. You only need a tiny, tiny amount of it. Um, same thing. You're just going to apply it in a circular motion with a soft cloth, then turn it, um, you know, turn your cloth to a clean side and, and just buff it out. Um, but you really want to do that because, again, when we're talking about leather being a hide, it is just like your skin. So, like, if you if you were to wash yourself with soap and then, which is drying, and then not put moisturizer on yourself, your skin is going to dry out. It's the same. Yeah. It's the exact same Especially thing. Especially in the winter. Yeah, it's the exact same thing with your leather. Um, if you apply vinegar and salt, and then you don't put some some moisturizer in the form of leather conditioner on it. You're going to have dry leather. It's going to crack, and then I can't help you with that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I've let's, been there many let's, times. Let's not let that happen. Now, I want to detour. We're going to talk in the second segment about Uggs. We have a very Joelish question <laughs> about Uggs, uh, which is which is code word for Jolie's going to be talking about barf today. Um, what I Just do best. another day. Yeah, <laughs> it's a day ending in Y, so Jolie's <laughs> talking about barf. Um, so before we're going we're gonna to talk about Ugg care and suede, but I want to talk about specifically salt stains on suede, because there's a different thing you, you want to do with that. You can use the vinegar. Um, the only problem with using anything 
liquidy when you're talking about suede is that you can end up with water stains, mm. and we kind of don't want that. So while you can use the vinegar solution, um, it's actually not the ideal thing. Ideally, what you want to be using is you want to be using a suede eraser. Do you know what these things are, Don? Yes, I love them. Okay, they're yeah. amazing, right? Yeah. So here's the thing, actually, like... When because we lost the first round of this episode, I, I, you know, I would find these things happen, right? And John could be back here and he's a hero. Um, but also, I was, I was saying to him this morning when we rolled in here, I was like, you know, this is actually kind of good because I realized when we did the first round, I didn't talk about salt scenes on suede and yeah. I didn't talk about the suede eraser, and they're crucial, they're crucial. Um, Just, yeah, so here's here's the deal with the suede eraser, it's exactly what it sounds like. It, you can also use like one of those white art erasers. You don't even have to go and buy like the thing called the suede eraser. However, you cannot use a colored eraser. So like a pink or green mm. pencil eraser. Don't do that because the um, the color will transfer off onto the suede. And you don't want that. Yeah. Um, but you buy suede erasers. Ideally, I want you to buy the suede eraser because you buy them in a kit with a brush. And the brush plus the eraser is really, really good. Kiwi makes one of those kits. It's like six bucks. Yeah. It is well worth the money. I mean, generally, I mean, do you use Kiwi generally for all of your stuff? Yeah, because yeah. it's what my dad used. Yeah. So, like, yeah. not because it's the best. It's just because it's, like, what the brand I grew up seeing. Um, exactly, yeah. I. Um, which is kind of cute. Yeah, you know? before. So, Joey did mention all, like, most of my previous jobs. There's one that was not on there, which was when I was a shoe shiner. Um, Wait, I didn't know about this. Oh, my God. Yeah. I. Oh, my God. John. I, shined, I am an expert shoe shiner. I did it. Um, and, uh, this was not, this was like, uh, I think I was, this was like summers between college, I think maybe. Okay. Um, but yeah, I would shine shoes like a beast and I will tell you, there's nothing so more sad. thrilling than a brand new suede eraser. That's just like totally untouched. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously using it is like fun. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm assuming since you guys are listening to this podcast, you would probably agree that <laughs> Cleaning yeah, can our, give you like some kind of thrill. Our um, idea of fun on this show is a little different from normal people's. <laughs> um, and then I swear to, I mean, this would this, I mean, polishing shoes really refers more to leather that we'd be talking about there. Right. But my God, like when you see what a little, just like a tiny bit of care and can do to bring back your shoes, it's, it's insane. It's, it's so like a satisfying. whole new, it's a whole new life. And I actually, I mean, I prefer to see my, to see my shoes really beaten up and worn in, but you know, you know, to, so to each their own on yeah. that, I guess. But also, it's a I mean, kiwi kiwi for life when it comes to shoe care. Yeah, ten thousand percent. So, the, the, you know, when I was saying that my my dad, I I use it because that's what my dad used. My dad has been on the show, and I actually had him talk about polishing shoes, oh. like, um, because he went to a, a military school, so mm. he they had to you know shine their shoes every single day, and you know he also knows how to spit shine and do all that stuff. So like, I just I was like, you know, daddy, you're here. And you taught me this, and so like I'm just gonna have you teach my audience, yeah. um, and so that's like yeah, just to like bring it bring it all around um, oh, so to that. Okay, so suede eraser. You're literally just use it the way you use an, a pencil eraser. You're just gonna rub it right on the suede. It's gonna take the salt right out. Um, the brush is great too because the, so the brush isn't gonna take out salt stains, but what the brush is gonna do is it's gonna remove any kind of fine dirt and grit and it's also going to restore the nap of the suede Mm. so what you want to do is you want to use the eraser first for stains and then you want to just give it a quick going over with the brush which will like take off all of the basically the grit and and dirt that creates dinge like it's not the stuff that you necessarily would see but when you do the brushing you'll be like oh right this does look a lot better um and it will restore the nap so go ahead and get one of those if you've got some suede um it really it's look with leather if you don't put the protectant on, it's not going to be the end of the world with suede. You really need the protectant. Um, mm. So that brings me to let me give you a recommendation for a brand um, of protector. There is a brand called Colonil, C-O-L-L-O-N-I-L. Um, I also want to give you a recommendation for a leather conditioner. I use Cadillac, um, which was recommended to me by the people at Koyana when I bought my first Koyana bag. Um, though, both of those brands are brands that like the, the, the girls who are super into their bag, like the purse forum set Mm -hmm. love, loves those brands. Experts. Yeah. Um, so, but there are lots of good ones out there. It's just, I just want to give you brand names because I know that that's super helpful. So that's the basic of the salt on the leather and the suede and what you need to know about that. So let us move into, um, our next question, which is from Emily. Uh, I have John yes. read that for us. Okay. Here comes Emily's question. 
Hello, a clean person. Hello. Which, <laughs> this was a joke we made on the last, <laughs> the last time we did this, but I'm pretty sure that's addressed to Jolie. Because although I do talk about the thrill of a suede eraser and a shiny shoe, I'm also a disgusting uh, disaster of a person. Um, We'll, they're the best that's the best people because you guys keep me in work i oh, i say this every <laughs> single week because i like my guests every week are like i'm a mess and i'm like good <laughs> my apartment <laughs> Job security my apartment is a disaster area but i like i my clothes are you know are impeccable yes, yeah I, I i can't i can't let them down anyway all right hello a clean person um i got some lovely black hunter boots for christmas this year given that it was a pretty mild and rain-free winter and spring I haven't gotten much use out of them. In fact, I wore them in March when it was a light snow and slush type situation and put them in my closet and haven't had the opportunity to wear them since. I was cleaning the other day and went to move them and noticed terrible salt stains all over the boots. Awful. I tried cleaning them using the recommended instructions, uh, dish soap, but this did little to remove the stains. What's a girl to do? Is it too late? Did I wait too long to rinse the salts off and ruin my beautiful boots? No, you did not wait too long. Don't worry, Emily. Help is here. <laughs> so it's just like, <laughs> for some reason, I, at two points in you saying that sentence, I, I flash back to Mrs. Doubtfire. And then when you said help is help is here, I was like, help is on the way. <laughs> God, I haven't seen that movie in so long. I feel like I you don't remember it is? any because of it. It reminded me of, there's a scene. <laughs> I don't, I can't remember. But at the very end when he is like filming the show, like as Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm, yep. Um, you know, people like children send in letters and there was, he always responds. He's like, oh no. um okay so here's the thing what one it's 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 not too late we can we can totally save the boots if they're salt stains um i like that in emily's letter and this is true for a a whole bunch of them they're like clearly people who have read the jolie care canon because Mm. she already knew the basics of what to do for boots um but she didn't know the specific like stain thing. Yeah. But there's actually another another layer to this, which is I am pretty much 100% sure that those aren't salt stains. I think that there's something else. Before I t- and I can fix that. Don't you guys mm-hmm. worry. I can I can I can I can't fix everything, but I can fix this one <laughs> and I can fix a lot of other things too. Um but before I get into it, I want to give you guys your your general ru- rubber boot hunter boot care tips super super easy literally soap and water like rubber is so easy to clean there it's not it's not fussy right um it's not suede suede is suede is temperamental (laughs) rubber is not um so soap and water works you can also use windex which is what i use because it's just easier for me to like literally spray my boots take a paper towel wipe them off and go like and i have so i have two pairs of hunters um, because my first pair sprung a leak, which is a bad quality oh. in a, in a rain boot. Yes. Um, bad news bears, but they were, they were, they were like, they're still functional enough that like, I can't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wear them in a huge storm, but I can wear them on like, just like a soggy day. Mm. Um, and they're black. So I wanted to keep them. And then I got a second pair in Hunter green. So I have, I have two now. Um, but I'm like super fussy about my hunters. And I have a weird thing with my gait. We talked about this last time. Mm. I have a weird thing with my gait where I kick up dirt onto the back of my legs. So the back of my hunters are constantly like New York City, like road grime splattered. Yeah. And I hate that because I'm me. Um, So, yeah, I just hit them with Windex and a paper towel and it's great. You can also use white vinegar, which leads me into if you did get salt stains on your rubber boots, white vinegar would be the thing. Actually, honestly, soap and water would take it out because, again, um, rubber rubber is not is not temperamental um here is the thing however i am as i said almost ten thousand percent sure that this is not actually salt because it would have come right off because rubber is is not temperamental the way suede is i think what it is is bloom Mm. and bloom is a term for um when rubber develops these sort of chalky white patches that it's a natural occurrence in rubber it's reversible i'm going to tell you what to do about it in a second but i also want to say this there are a lot of people who like the appearance of bloom on their rubber boots. It's kind of a thing um, among the, the like the welly set. Um, <laughs> There's two camps of the welly people. <laughs> there really are, actually. I mean, it's like a it's a kind of divisive yeah. thing. Some people... I mean, I honestly don't know where I would stand on it from a visual perspective because I, I mean, I have I don't wear hunters, but I have I've had a pair of hunters in the past, um, and I think they did get a little bit of the bloom on them, yeah. and it almost felt like. 
like when I would see other people have the bloom on on theirs, it almost felt like theirs were like worn in. Mm-hmm. Like it was like a sign of like it was like you earned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like you don't really have to. Obviously, you know, as Emily says, you don't really have to do anything for bloom to happen. It will happen right. on its own. Happens naturally. Yeah. Um. So here's the thing. I um, I think I'm anti bloom just because I'm so like. I'm 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 fussy like suede. Uh, (laughs) Jolie Karen suede, very similar. Um, But if you guys like it, like you can leave it. But if you don't like it, here is what you do, right? And and like this is it's you're you're all gonna groan when you hear this because it's you're gonna be like, damn it, I should have thought of that. But you wouldn't think of it Mm. because why would you think of it? It's my job to think of these things. Um, You're gonna use Armor All Tire Shine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> literally like because it's rubber uh, <laughs> it's the thing you'll use for it however you do not need to run out and buy armor all tire shine if you don't want to because you can also use olive oil or like any cooking oil mm. what you're going to do with the olive oil um is again ju- you know just like if you're using leather conditioner or shoe polish or the white vinegar to take out salt stains you're going to apply it to the bloom in a circular motion using a soft cloth and then you're going to flip the cloth to a dry clean side and you're going to buff it out mm-hmm. and that is what you do about bloom super super easy so emily hope is not lost i um, will also one thing I, I thought was really interesting about bloom too is you know this is a process that also happens to chocolate right yes yes yes, yes. and when it comes to chocolate bloom is a bad thing right because um, it means it's old yeah and it's like i think it I think it also happens it means it's old and I think it's excel I I I'm not 100% sure about this but I think you know I know a lot of people choose to they will freeze chocolate or they store it in the fridge mm-hmm. chocolate should be stored at room temperature right and I think if you put it in the fridge or the freezer it accelerates that process um, I think that's right yeah yeah because I remember I used to do that and I thought that it was just like frost <laughs> because I had no fucking clue what you was didn't going know about on bloom yet. and I actually was like oh like I, I mean you know and then I, I, I met a chef who was like, uh, under no circumstances should you be doing that. And I was like, oh, I thought oh. I was just like really, I thought it was like a, a prodigy of storing <laughs> chocolate. But it turned out I was just a moron. <laughs> and like I wouldn't. So if you but have, if you have yeah, and if you have chocolate that has bloom on it, I would not take um, tire shine to it. No, that don't put our wall. Although olive oil might be delicious. Olive oil probably would be delicious. And a little salt, maybe. Oh, my God. Ooh. Mm. All right. Well, I had a chocolate peanut butter sandwich right before I came here. You had that on Thursday too. For yeah, breakfast. it's my daily it's breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> it's so good. I'm like, I was wondering why you weren't. You guys, I, I, I brought, I brought dry Italian cookies for me and John since we're both we're both dry and Italian. Um, <laughs> I love that. Like, I look an Italian cookie platter. Oh, oh my make god, make me go wild. Well, the pinoles. Like, I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh my god. And then, oh, cannolis. <sighs> I mean, Italian food is. Italian food is the, you know, it's the Sistine Chapel of foods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Of food genres, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Italians know things. Italians do it better. Yeah. Italians know things about food and life that, you know, I'm, I come from a very, very Italian family, but, um, you know, we grew up in the United States, but like, yeah. So (laughs) maybe I'll do like an eat, pray, love thing and just be like, wow. Yeah. Give it all up. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'll join you. Maybe I'll just Um, do the eat thing. Just the eat part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and the and the love, and yeah. the love. I mean, I have the love right now, so I'm yeah, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. You maybe yeah. I'll just go on vacation. That's what yeah, that's okay. what this is gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> I support that choice, John. Um, you guys, this is a good time to take a quick break. John and I will be right back with more of your winter shoe problems. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr. I'm joined by John Januzzi. We've been talking about your winter shoe problems. and We have. And, and, and how Italians do it better, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> We're going all over the map. 
Um, who knows what's going to happen in this next I know. I'm like, I'm a little nervous. Um, All right. We have a great, you know, peak Jolie, clean clean cast, holy grail type question from Harris. Harris. I have John. Oh, Harris. Oh, sweet Harris. Sweet Harris. What's your What has happened in, in your life, Harris? Harris is a brief but very deep question. Hi. Hi. What's up, Harris? Uh, after a long night on the town, I woke up to find that I had vomited all over my UGG slippers. <laughs> I threw them in the washing machine, but there was still some vomit stuck in the fur of the slippers. <laughs> what do I do? Thanks, Harris. So before, I, well, you know, so Jolly and I so have many, talked about this before. I have so many questions about that. I feel yeah. like Harris, I love that he asked me the question, but I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a little mad, Harris. I'm a little hurt. I'm not, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little hurt. That you didn't give me details about what led up to this vomiting on your UGG slippers. I know. I feel like there's a story so there. You guys know I love the stories. Oh, God. I mean, to be honest with you, I was fairly close to doing this last night. I mean, you had all that tequila. I know. And I was like, I had the spins, too, <gasps> which is like a very frequent problem with me. I don't know why. I think, you know what I think it was yesterday, actually? I, for all of yesterday, I just drank straight up tea, and then I went, I had like... So super dehydrated. Oh, and then I had tons it. of tequila, yeah, um, and some really good roast chicken. Oh. Yum! Oh my God. Now I want roast chicken. Maybe it's I'll go so home and good. roast. Maybe I'll go home and roast a chicken. Yeah. Um, Ooh. maybe one of these days I'll give you guys my roast chicken recipe on this show. Maybe a bonus episode. That would be a good bonus episode. Jolie oh hands God. Jolie hands out recipes on the yeah. bonus apps. I also have a sandwich <laughs> recipe, and I know that sounds a little strange, but it's like a very involved prep sandwich. Uh-huh. It's, I'm with you on so this. So good. I'm with you on this. Um, all right. Harris. Before we talk too much about food, because we got to talk about barf. <laughs> I know. We keep, um, <laughs> we keep circling back to Italian food. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. I'm in. Harris, I, I got you covered, my friends. I got you covered. Before, however, I talked to you about what you're going to do about getting the last remnants of the vomit out of the slippies. I want to give you guys your general slipper care instructions. So Harris's slippies could go right into the washing machine, which is great. Mm-hmm. Many of your slippers, actually most of your slippers can go right into the washing machine. In fact, I washed my slippers yesterday. Huh. I have I wear those little um those little isotoner like slippers that look like ballet flats. Oh, Do you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. I wear those because because I work from home, so like I don't love to be in like a fuzzy bedroom slipper while I'm working because somehow that feels yeah. weird. But the the little belly flat slippers look like shoes. Yeah. So and I- it's like working from home. It's a very delicate balance mm-hmm. of like, how do you work from home while also not like, how do you turn your home into an office right. environment? Basically. Yeah. And like, so I'm not going to get dressed in like full street. Like I usually, I work in my gym clothes. Yeah. Is my, is my jam. Oh, um, I love it. I love yeah, it. I love I'll, when I work from home and I'll come back from the gym and maybe I'll just sit in my gym clothes for like three hours. Amazing. I love it. I support that choice. And then my body um, starts like rejecting clothing. <laughs> Get off me. You're disgusting. Um, okay. So mo- most of your slippies are going to be um, machine washable. Most of them can go into the dryer, but on low heat, because obviously you're talking about, you know, rubber and you don't want to put that in super, super high heat. But also air drying is perfectly fine. Um, there is, however, another way to clean slippers that's super weird. This is also the thing you're going to do for your Ugg boots. It's like uh, what you're going to do for any kind of shoe that has a furry lining, whether it's real fur or faux fur or, you know, what, what, whatever it is, it's furry. Um, and here is what it is. You are basically going to shake and bake your slippers. Mm-hmm. So you're going to use cornmeal for this. And I want I'm going to say this a few times. It's cornmeal, not cornstarch. I talk about cornstarch a lot on this show. That's the stuff that we use for grease stains. Mm-hmm. That's not what we want in this instance. In this instance, we want cornmeal, the rough coarse stuff that you make cornbread out of, cornmeal. Um roast chicken and cornbread. Oh. oh. <laughs> or like corn <laughs> cornbread stuffed stuffing in a roast chicken. Or I could just eat a bunch of corn pops. Or that. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it is crucial because, you know, when you're dealing with cornstarch, it's a super fine, um, very floury like texture, right? Yeah. And so that, you know, I think the reason you want the cornmeal here is because it's it's got a little more like, I guess, effervescence maybe? Is that the word I'm looking for? I mean, I don't think effervescent, but I know what you mean and I like the word. Yeah. Um, I think what it is is it's got grit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. That's, that's the stuff you want. So here's what you guys are going to do. You're going to get a bag that you can seal up. So like a 
it has to be big enough, obviously, to fit the pair of shoes, whether they're slippers or boots or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to pick the right size thing. So, like, a big Ziploc, um, a trash bag is great for this. A grocery store bag is great for it. Um, like, a shopping bag wouldn't be great because you can't really seal it as yeah. much. And you really do need to seal it because you don't want to end up with cornmeal flying everywhere. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to put the <laughs> shoes into your bag. You're going to put in about a cup of cornmeal. More if they're a big pair of shoes, less if there's a, they're a little pair of shoes. Um you're going to seal the bag up and you're going to shake, 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 like for maybe a minute. Remember, a minute is longer than you think. Um, and then you're just going to leave the bag sealed up for an hour, two hours overnight for I mean, however long. What is going to happen with the cornmeal is the cornmeal is going to absorb a lot of the like the oils and the dirt and the grit and the dead skin and all of that stuff that's like lingering around making the fur of your of your slippers or your boots look grimy and matted and it's going to fluff the fur up and all of that kind of stuff. So that's why you want to do the shake, shake, shake. And then you want to just let it sit because mm. it's going to be absorbent. Um, then once it's sit, sat for a little bit, go over to your trash can, take the shoes out, knock them together a bunch of times, like to, to dislodge all of the cornmeal and dump all the cornmeal in the trash. And then that's, that's all you have to do. Now, the one thing that this technique is not super great at. I mean, it will help with it because it's going to dislodge, again, it's going to dislodge a lot of that like dead skin that's yeah. leading to odor. Um, but it's not going to completely nuke odor. So here are the two things I want you guys to know about when it comes to, you know, your slippers and your Uggs and smells and stuff. And they do get to smelling because we naturally tend to put our feet in them barefoot because we want to feel that lovely fur. Um, but mm-hmm. then also they keep our feet warm and sometimes our feet get too warm. And so I smells, mean, yeah. smells happen. Smells will happen. Um, to keep smells at, at bay, go ahead and get yourself a set of sneaker balls. Sneaker balls are these little, like they're balls. Um, they, and I'm such a child that I mentally refer to them as sneaker nuts. Um, cause I like never met a dick joke. I didn't love. Um, so you're going to buy them at like. Sporting goods stores, you can get them on Amazon, just like keyword in sneaker balls and they'll come up and they come in all different motifs. There are like smiley face ones and there are baseball ones and basketball ones. Um, I wish they made little pucks. That would make me super mm. happy. That would be Because um, that's my, of all of the sports that I get asked about, hockey is the one that I get asked about the most for cleaning stuff. Really? Yeah. There's a whole reason behind yeah. it too. Like that I'll, you know, I'll okay. tell, I'll, right, I'll, right, I'll right. tell you, I'll tell you the next time you come okay. back. Um, and actually, I just got asked to be quoted um, for a story that someone's doing about laundry in the Olympics. And one of the questions they asked me was specific to hockey. And I was like, yes, oh always God, happy yeah. when I get to talk about hockey. Olympics, um, <laughs> I'm excited for the Olympics, too, by the way. Me, um, too. I love the Olympics. I love the Olympics. I live for the Olympics. I mean, love, like, love, love. To be honest, prefer summer over winter. Naturally. But like, I mean, there have been so many. But I like the winter ones, too. Like, I love the we- I love how weird the winter games oh, are. Yeah. You I know. Mean, but yeah, summer games are so much better. I mean, summer games have archery. So yeah, of course I mean, they're better. And gymnastics. I mean, like swimming, they obviously swimming never ends in the Summer Olympics. Um Yeah. The swimming gets tedious for me. I'm just like, can we yeah, stop? It's so much. Yeah. Um but then also in the winter, I mean, we grew up skiing. I mean, skiing was like the only sport I ever like excelled at. <laughs> so I mean, watching those watching the downhill stuff is it's, just incredible. it's amazing. I love it. Love, love, yeah. love. Um Okay, so sneaker balls. So what you're going to do is you're going to you're going to pop them right into your you know your UGG boots, your slippers, whatever. After you've taken them off, they're going to keep smells at bay. When smells inevitably do become overwhelming, I want you to get an odor eliminating spray. There are lots and lots of great ones on the market. I'm going to recommend two, just so you have brands, but like don't feel beholden mm-hmm. to these two. The two that I generally recommend are uh, Kiwi Fresh Force, um, and the other one is Dr. Scholl's Odor X. Both are great. Okay, now let us talk about this vomit sitch here. Um, there are two, two different, actually three different ways you can go. So the first thing is you can just run them through the wash again. Mm. Probably, so, you know, sometimes it just takes a second cycle. Um, the other thing that you can do is, um, or I guess I only have, I guess I only have two things actually, run them through the wash. And then the other thing you can try is you can use your, your enzymatic spray, you know, your zouts, um, apply a little to the, the, the vomit. Basically what that's going to do, it's going to do two things. Um, it's going to re- you know, it's dried on there. I'm sorry. These guys are going to get a little gnarly right now. Um, it's basically going to reconstitute the vomit, um, cause it's dried on. And then the other thing it's going to do obviously is, is counteract the protein with an enzyme and break it down. Um, but I want you to use a tool along with that. And here's the tool. And this is also part of your general care, um, 
tip stuff. There is a product called a slicker brush. A slicker brush is what is used to, to comb and brush dogs and cats. Um, it is also really, really great on any kind of furry clothing. The one thing I want you guys to know about the slicker brushes is that they come in different gauges. So like some of them are for like, you know, basically like thicker hair and some are for finer hair. I want you to buy the one that's the finest one you can get because you want to be pretty mm-hmm. gentle on your on your furry things. Um but those are great for like getting, you know, getting s- stuff that's stuck in, you know, a furry pair of slippers or Uggs out, including vomit. <laughs> um, it's also great just for fluffing up the fur. So that's great to know. Now, if you don't want to go out and buy one, you could definitely use a regular comb like that we use for our hair. If you do that with the vomit, I mean, the vomit and anything else really involving your shoes, um, wash the comb afterwards, just like you'd wash a dish, hot soapy water. Yeah. If the psychology of that is too weird, I totally get that. It'll it's it is fine. It is not dirty to do that, but some of you may be bugged out by that. If yeah, you're bugged yeah. out by that, go buy the slicker brush. Cause that's that's gonna do the thing for you. So that's really that's it. That's your that's your jam. So we're we're shaking baking, we're barfing on our shoes. Um yeah, I wish- we're using we're using dog grooming tools. The only other thing I wish <laughs> we had was like I wish we did have a visual of exactly what this looks like because you know when I hear that someone's barfed on their shoes, I'm actually picturing an UGG full of vomit, <laughs> like you know, like a like a like a bowl essentially. Um, which you know, I don't if that's what like happened. a shoe like a shoey of vomit instead of yeah, like it had to be like tipped out and poured like oh. into the toilet, and then you know that's when it went into the wash. That's so gross. Which like because. You know, I'm hoping, I mean, like, because at least in that situation, like, maybe the floor or anything around the shoes would have been saved. I've thrown up enough times um, from being out on the town, as Harris had mentioned, Mm -hmm. um, to know that you have little to no control over where things are going to be going. Uh Um, Well, as, you know, as regular listeners of the show know, there was, like, the famous story of me vomiting in my own feet last year. Yes. That I talked about all the time. The foot vomit. Who could forget? And who among us? (laughs) Who among us has not been there? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm just, like... Yeah, <laughs> I, I should start doing that as like a standard question for my guests in the bonus episode. Just be like, tell me about tell me about the last time you vomited on your feet because I know you've done it. Oh my like, god, and it's it's so funny because <laughs> it, got one. Right? It's it's so funny too because like it's it's a bar I'd set for myself when I was younger about where I'd be now. It just the older I get, the lower the mm-hmm. bar goes. Because mm-hmm. at this point, I'm just like, if I, I mean, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go out and I drink too much, which does happen um, sometimes. I'm just so proud of myself if I can make it to the bathroom in time. <laughs> yeah. And like even more proud of myself if I can make it to the bathroom <laughs> and be in a state of mind where I can tell the difference between the bathtub, the shower, or oh the bathtub, God, the, the faucet, and the, and the toilet. And it's just like, you know, sink is fine. Mm-hmm. Bathtub is fine. Like at least it's a contained it's a area and yeah. a drain. But like, you know. Well, that's the thing. So on New Year's Day, I did this thing where I asked people, I was like, tell me about all the messes you made last night, like on Twitter, right? Mm. And I, and I got like great responses. It was so funny. It was such a fun day for oh, me. Yeah. It was like, it's like clean person Christmas. Um, but so the, with the thing that, that um, sort of like prompted me to do this was that someone had tweeted at me in like the middle of the night. I woke up to this and was like, for, like first mess of 2018 was made. <laughs> someone vomited in the sink. And, and he was like, he's like, I guess if you're going to not, other than the toilet, the sink is a great place because yeah. it's got a drain. You can just wash it right down. And I was like, yeah, actually, that's like, you know. Yeah. And if I mean, if it has a garbage disposal, because I also, <laughs> so Gross, like a garbage dude. disposal would be helpful. But I also, I eat like a ravenous person. I will eat a meal in like two minutes. Oh, no. It's really sad because, you know, sometimes I'll order delivery in my apartment and, you know, I spend, it takes me like 20 minutes to find something on Netflix. It takes me another 20 to like decide what I'm actually going to order. And I've been really into this like, chicken sandwich thing that I've been doing um but anyway that's beside the point but it will the food will show up I will like press start on the movie and before the opening credits are even over <laughs> you're just I've done. finished and it's be, you know like people have told me like, my entire life they're like you eat like a vacuum and I do and you know you and I would be the worst dining companion because I'm the slowest eater oh in the God. world one of my the slow one of one of my best friends um she is like a painfully slow eater oh i'm not painfully slow i mean she knows who she is yeah but (laughs) like it's 
absolutely insane. And then, you know, I'll finish and I'm apologizing for going so fast. And then the rest of the time she's apologizing for eating so slow. <laughs> and, you know, but so obviously if you're eating fast, you're not really taking small bites. Right. So you're inhaling. Yeah. When I mean, I have st- <laughs> I mean, like. Like a are you, I hope you guys like, are enjoying Saturday morning chat with John and yeah, Joel no, over it's here. Just like, I, remember, I remember one time. <laughs> we have very, one more question. Don't forget. We oh, gotta do I know. I know. I, so I'll just wrap this up. But like I have seen like legitimate like whole stalks of celery just fly out. Oh, no. Like it, it's be- I don't know what it is. I mean, it's an Italian thing. I also I can eat an absurd amount of food, um, which comes from like being a very, very um large and in charge child um (laughs) i love it when you post childhood photos of you okay let's do this last question my childhood photos because i because now now i'm like starving (laughs) (laughs) all right this last question is from joel okay joel asks hi jolie i've been amusedly reading your clean person columns for a while now i can even attribute my discovery of oxyclean to you and then there's parentheses there Wow, it works really well. Yay. And it's true. OxyClean is it's a, amazing. It, you know, it's a religion, really. Yeah. I have a pair of leather shoes that got absolutely drenched in a downpour. I took them inside and wiped them dry as much as I could, then stuffed them with newspaper and let them sit until they were dry. However, to my horror, they started growing that greeny gray mold, or is it mildew? I never know. Um, I, took them, uh, I took to them with diluted vinegar, cleaning them as best I could, and have been careful not to get them wet since. However, they still smell moldy, so I gather that the spores are still hiding inside the shoe somewhere. Can you suggest a method or product to help with this? Thanks. I sure can. Um, I also, this this is another one where he has read the Jolly, well, I mean, he said he read the Jolly Care Canon. Yeah. Um, but he already knew what to do. He knew that the thing to do for a pair of wet shoes, so before I talk to you about what to do about the, the mold and mildew, let me give you your... your uh, your instructions for when a pair of shoes get totally soaked, like when you you know hit hit a puddle with your in your favorite sneakers, mm. um, you are going to do just what Joel did, and you are going to stuff them with newspaper. Newspaper is absorbent both of moisture and of odor, and that is a great thing, especially when you've got a wet pair of shoes because the mm. as they dry, they're going to get that like soggy footy odor. Uh, I'm just so, remembering like you know. Shoes. Converse in the summer. Ugh. I mean, disposable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, toss yeah. toss those toss at the end them. of the summer. Um, the other thing you can do is you can put them near a heat source to dry out. But I want to give you a caveat about that. You want to put them near a heat source, but not like on top of a heat source. Um, especially that's especially true if you're talking about a leather shoe because to go back to our first question, leather will dry out. It's just like our mm-hmm. own skin. It's just the skin of another creature, um, and it will dry out. So if you're if you're putting a pair of shoes like near a roaring fire to dry out or near a radiator, just make sure you're setting them back, um, you know, cl- close enough that they can dry from the heat, but not so close that they're going to be too directly exposed to heat and they'll dry out. Um, not a bad idea. Also, if you have done that to, um, hit the leather with a little leather conditioner afterwards. Um, now let us talk about the mildew stitch. There are lots and lots of things that you can use, but I have a very specific recommendation because of the delivery of this particular product. So while yes, white vinegar will work, bleach will work, rubbing alcohol will work, all that kind of stuff. I actually, in this case, want you to use Lysol, good old Lysol. The reason I want you to do that is because Lysol is aerosolized, which means that when you deploy it into those shoes, it's going to get underneath the lining where those spores are hiding out. So that's what the problem is, is that the spores are just in a place that you can't reach to, but the Lysol, because it's aerosolized, will be able to penetrate. So that is going to do it. The other thing I want you to do, it may not be possible because it's winter time, but if you can, also put those shoes out in direct sunshine. Sunshine um, will kill mold and mildew. And um, it has to do with the UV rays. So the other thing you, you can use, if you have one, don't go out and buy one of these. But if you happen to have one of those UV thingies, which is, I think, the technical term for mm. it. Uh, <laughs> yes. um, if you happen to have one of those, that's like, you know, those are the things that like the extreme germaphobes use to like basically so that they can touch a subway pole mm-hmm. without losing their minds. Um, 
that will also work to kill it. So super, super easy, but really Lysol, Lysol is totally the answer. Actually, I just looked over, like, we've got a can of Lysol in the studio. I know, I saw it. Do you guys know it kills cold and flu viruses? Yes, it sure does. I love Lysol. I'm all all in on Lysol. Um, All right, you guys. So listen, that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person Podcast. Thanks for sticking with us while we were being a little weird today on this beautiful Saturday morning. John. Thank you again. You are my hero for oh, coming back pleasure. here. It's my pleasure. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm, I'm he's very intently the, examining he's this examining Lysol. He's examining the, the bottle of or the can of Lysol, which I love. I'm, I'm glad that you're all in on the Lysol. Um, John, you're my hero. I'm going to have you come back. This was super, super fun. Yeah, we have lots um, more to we cover. We have tons, 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 tons to cover. Um, I actually might bring you back in February if you're, if you're game. Yeah, um, I have no... Um, I don't do anything, so okay. there's plenty of time. Because <laughs> you know what the thing is? I want I want to get you here to talk about... Because I've got to do an episode about, like, your... I mean, you obviously, we're in winter, so we're doing all yeah, the winter yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, I want to talk about the, like, the hats, the scarves, the gloves, all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, But I feel like you'll go in on it because it, it does, even though it's a, it's a mundane topic... The hat, scarf, glove thing produces a lot of that dirty wash water that I share on Twitter on Wednesdays, and I feel like you and I could have a really like good, weird, funny, tactile. Well, it's also chat like about my my dirty water fetish. Oh yeah, I mean totally. I mean like because that's a fetish that everyone has; they just haven't they just explored don't know it, it yet. yet. Um, that's right. And it's also you I mean understand like, me so completely, John. It, well, I it, feel so seen. Well, it's like because when you when you I think there was some story we worked on a while ago where you were talking about. Um, like how to care maybe it was cashmere or some something okay um and if you know it was basically like it was something that was going to create wash water and yeah. i remember seeing it and it's sort of like it's it's insane what what you don't know is there yeah. and what's touching your body yeah. but i think you know we can obviously talk about this more in february but when it comes to like the winter stuff i mean that is i mean if you think about it it's touching your face it's touching your neck it's and it's not getting cleaned in the same way of everything else is. Mm-hmm. So it's actually really bad for your skin. For guys, um, mm-hmm. you know, it can cause a lot of ingrown hair sort of like down at the bottom of your oh, neck. Oh, I hadn't even yeah. thought about that. Yeah. And it can be like, you know. Well, the other thing is, so like when we were when you were looking at the Lysol and you were talking about the, the virus, the, the cold and flu virus, like literally like you are breathing. If you're, if you're sick and you're wearing a scarf, which you should be if you're sick in the mm-hmm. winter, you're breathing those germs right into the scarf. And then if you keep yeah. putting on yourself like... You're gonna stay sick, so we'll do we'll do a whole episode. I'll be in touch yeah. and we'll we'll schedule that for February. Um, but I got to get you out of here and I got to get me out of here. I got to go get some lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you guys, that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to Patreon.com/slash Ask a Clean Person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes. Leave a rating and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.